As believers, we are promised the ability to overcome in the power of God's Spirit. Today I want to encourage you to live as an overcomer, and I want to share with you ways to experience the power of God's Spirit. We've been studying through 1 John, and now we're in 1 John chapter 3, verse 18 and following. My little children, let us not love in word or in tongue, but in deed and in truth. God wants us to express our faith, and we need His power and His giftings to do it, and not to try to do things in our own power. Let's pray. Lord, we sing, Spirit of the living God, fall afresh on me, and we want Your Spirit to come and to touch our life, to impart Your power to us, to lead us, and to stir up the gifts of Your Spirit within us. Use our lives for your glory, and speak to us now, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. We are to show God's love in action, and we need His power to do it. There is an encouraging verse that Paul writes from 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 6 and 7. Therefore I remind you to stir up the gift of God which is in you through the laying on of my hands. God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and a sound mind. Two things I want to point out to you. First, God is a provider. He provides us with the Spirit, here called the gift of God. He provides us with power, His love, and a sound mind, meaning good judgment. We all need His power and His love, and especially in this time, we need to have sound judgment. We need to make good decisions and honor God in how we live our lives. The second thing I want to point out to you is that it says we're to stir up the gift of God. In some translations, it says, I'm reminding you to fan into flames the gift of God. When we live for ourselves, oftentimes God's work in our life becomes like a fire that is slowly being quenched and is just now coals that are barely, barely giving off heat. But it says we are to stir up into flames the gift of God. It's like restarting a fire that has now come into flames and is bringing heat. Is God's Spirit at work through your life? Or are you like a few coals that are barely hanging on? Do you sense the need to experience the power of God and the work of God in and through your life? If so, how do we do that? The first step is to give ourselves in sacrifice and surrender to the Lord. In Romans chapter 12, verse 1, we read, I plead with you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, wholly acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service. It's God's mercy and not our talents that causes His Spirit to work in and through us. So we need to humble ourselves. We're to present ourselves as a living sacrifice. Remember last week we read what John said, We know love because Jesus laid down His life for us, and we also should lay down our life for the brothers. From 1 John chapter 3, verse 16. Here, in Romans 12, we read, Present yourself a living sacrifice. 
meaning our life is not our own, but we present it to God, and we become God's channel, and He works through us. We are to be holy, set apart for God, and approved by God. It says, This is your reasonable service. Since we were redeemed by Jesus, our life is no longer our own, but it belongs to God. And it's reasonable that God would want to work in us and through us, and He does so in the power of His Holy Spirit. Are you a living sacrifice for God to work through? Is God's Spirit touching people's lives through you? This is the first step of experiencing the power of God's Spirit. It's surrendering the control of your life and becoming an instrument that is set apart for God to use. In the same passage, Paul goes on to say, For I say to you, through the grace given to me, to everyone who is among you, not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think, but to think soberly, as God has dealt to each one a measure of faith. So here we see that if we want God to work through us, then we must receive His grace and understand that it is by His grace that He works, and that causes us to be humble. It says here that God imparts a measure of faith to us and gives us boldness to be His instruments, and it is all for His glory. So first, we present our life to Him. Then we humbly allow Him to work through us by His grace. And we have faith that He's willing to do it. Let me ask you, are there one or more of God's gifts at work in your life? The next passage says, Having then gifts differing according to the grace that is given to us, let us use them. If prophecy, let us prophesy in proportion to our faith. We will not take time to read of all the gifts that are listed here, but know that each true believer should have one or more of God's gifts working through them. God gives us His power, His spirit of love and of power. God wants to work through us, and we must surrender our life to Him. God imparts His gifts in our lives for His purposes. When we are humble and we allow God to work through us, it brings confidence that we are His. And that brings us back to our passage in 1 John chapter 3. My little children, let us not love in word or in tongue, but in deed and in truth. So God's love is to be expressed through our lives in action. And when we allow His love to be expressed through our lives, the next verse says, And by this we know that we are of the truth and shall assure our hearts before Him. So we see here that we are to partner with God's Spirit, and as we do so, serving in His power, it removes doubt and it brings assurance. Continuing, For if our heart condemns us, God is greater than our heart and knows all things. Beloved, if our heart does not condemn us, we have confidence towards God. Sometimes we might not have complete confidence about how God is leading us. Or we can begin to second-guess ourselves, and our heart can condemn us. Other times, people might wonder and question whether God is really leading us. But it says here, and we need to remember, God is greater than our circumstances. And when we are abiding in Jesus, God does not condemn us. Can you remember that? 
When we are abiding in Jesus, God does not condemn us. When we were getting ready to move to Ukraine, people at church in California would say, you're going to Ukraine, but you don't know the language. Uh, they were atheists for 70 years. Uh, it's going to be difficult. But as we thought and prayed about it, God gave me peace. Peace because he had called us and given us the faith to go. And since our friends were not called to go, some of them may have questioned whether our mission would succeed. But we had faith. And God's plan did succeed. And it was through God's power and for his glory. So don't allow the concerns of others to trouble your heart. Don't allow the words that people say to dissuade you from God's plan. God is greater than our hearts. And God wants us to succeed. We read uh, some today in the scripture reading from Romans chapter 8. And this is a wonderful verse from chapter 8 verse 1. There is therefore now no condemnation to those who are in Christ, who do not walk according to the flesh, but according to the Spirit. As we live in the power of God's Spirit, we live above the level of condemnation. When we used to walk to church in California, sometimes we would be walking and Martin would be like, Oh, the sky is dark. Maybe it's going to rain. And then she would look up and she would say, Look how dark that cloud is. And I would tell her, Only from this side. And do you understand the concept? If you're looking from the side that is towards the sun, the cloud is always going to be bright. It's always going to be white. And I want to remind you and to encourage you that we can live above the level of condemnation, knowing that God wants to work through us. As we are walking in the Spirit, He's going to empower us to be His instruments. He wants to impart His gifts into our lives to accomplish His will. And He wants us to be free from doubt and condemnation. After we humble ourselves and present ourselves to God, when we surrender as a living sacrifice so that God can work through us, what is next? The simple answer is prayer, obedience, faith, and love. And we see this in the next verses from 1 John chapter 3, 22 through 23. And whatever we ask, we receive from him because we keep his commandments and do those things that are pleasing in his sight. And this is his commandment, that we should believe on the name of his son, Jesus Christ, and love one another as he gave us commandment. As we are close to Jesus, we will talk with Jesus, what we call praying. Here it says, whatever we ask, we receive from him. As we are close to Jesus, we will obey. Here it says, keeping his commandments and doing what pleases him. As we are close to Jesus, we will understand his character, believing on his name. The name speaks of his character and his will. So we're going to ask according to who he is, meaning in agreement with his character and his will. As we're close to Jesus, we will receive an abundance of love, and we should love one another with the love of God. It says, 
This is his commandment that we should believe on the name of his son Jesus Christ and love one another as he gave us commandment. Are you close to Jesus? Are you praying to him? Do you follow his commandments in obedience? Do you express faith? And do you show and share love with others? If you're walking in a close relationship with Jesus, then these words, whatever we ask, we receive from him, will become a reality. Not because God will give us everything that we want, but because we will want everything that God is willing to give. Can I encourage you again? If we're in a close relationship with Jesus, whatever we ask, we receive from Him. Not because God is going to give us everything that we want, but because we will want everything that God is willing to give. Now he who keeps his commandments abides in him, and he in him. And by this we know that he abides in us, by the Spirit whom he has given us. The Spirit of God is in each true believer, and he confirms that we are God's. We read earlier that when we receive his Spirit, we receive the Spirit of adoption, and in our hearts we cry out, Abba, Father. According to verse 24, if we keep the commands of Jesus and stay connected to Jesus, then we will have assurance that we are His, because the work of God's Spirit is in our hearts and our lives. I want to encourage you, draw close to Jesus, do what pleases Him, and be assured of His Spirit and power. And as you do so, you will overcome the world. To overcome means that we do not live a life free of difficulties. It means that we, by the power of the Spirit, overcome those difficulties. We are not orphans, rather we are overcomers. I will not leave you as orphans, Jesus said, I will come to you. And by this we know that He abides us, by the Spirit whom He has given us. Jesus is in us, and the Holy Spirit has given us, is given to us for power to ensure that we overcome. As we begin now reading from 1 John chapter 4, we will learn of a few ways that the Spirit of God helps us to overcome. Let's read. Beloved, do not believe every spirit, but test the spirits, whether they are of God, because many false prophets have gone into the world. By this you know the Spirit of God. Every spirit that confesses that Jesus has come in the flesh is of God, and every spirit that does not confess that Jesus has come in the flesh is not of God. And this is the spirit of the Antichrist, which you heard was coming and now is already in the world. You are of God, little children, and have overcome them, because he who is in you is greater than he who is in the world. In this passage, we see a few ways that God's Spirit protects us and empowers us. God's Spirit will enable us to discern if people are being directed by God, or if there are unbelievers that are being deceived 
by his spirit. Here in the passage, they are called false prophets. Also, we know that God's spirit helps us to understand who Jesus is. We are told that Jesus is God. Jesus became a man to die for our sins. Jesus rose from the dead on the third day, and he's coming again to judge the world and to set up his kingdom on the earth. If a person does not believe this about Jesus, then a deceiving spirit from the Antichrist has influenced them. So we have God's spirit to warn us when someone is bringing deception like a false prophet. We have God's spirit to confirm who Jesus is, and uh, we have God's Spirit to help us to overcome. It says, Greater is the Spirit who is in us than he who is in the world. We can overcome deception. We can overcome people that are inspired by Satan because it says in verse 4, You are of God, little children, and have overcome them because he who is in you is greater than he who is in the world. Don't you love this verse? You are of God, little children, and have overcome them because he who is in you is greater than he who is in the world. I believe it speaks of God's Spirit. This is a powerful and transforming truth. God promises that if we abide in Jesus, keeping his commandments, he will protect us from deception and from the spiritual forces of darkness that are influencing the world. Do you pray for God to empower you, or do you live in your own strength? Paul warns us in Ephesians chapter 5, Be wise, redeeming the time, because the days are evil. And then he says, Be filled with the Spirit. It means that since there is so much evil around us, we need to be continually filled with God's Spirit. Are you looking for God's Spirit to empower you, to enable you to overcome the forces of darkness? Are you empowered with wisdom to discern deception and to expose it? We're living in a society where darkness and deception is the new normal, but it is not new, and it will never be normal for the Christian to be influenced by darkness and deception. Romans chapter 21, chapter 12, verse 21 says, Do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. Now let us finish our time in 1 John with two more verses, as we will see that John contrasts those who are influenced by the Antichrist and those who have God's spirit of truth. They are of the world, therefore they speak as of the world, and the world hears them. We are of God. He who knows God hears us. He who does, who is not of God does not hear us. By this we know the spirit of truth and the spirit of error. Don't be amazed that people who are not born by God's spirit are easily deceived. John tells us that it will be this way. False prophets and deceivers will influence unbelievers. But the child of God has the spirit of truth. The Holy Spirit empowers us to overcome. He takes away 
fear and imparts love. God's Spirit gives us power, and God's power is endless, so we can continually be filled with the Spirit. The days are going to get dark, and all of the earthly things that people trust in are going to be shaken. But the true believer will be firm, immovable, steadfast, because greater is he who is in you than he who is in the world. Let me encourage you. Wait upon God. Trust in Him to do the things that you can't do in your own strength. Ask Him again to stir up the work of His Spirit within your heart. Believe that He has imparted gifts and use those gifts to edify other believers and to bring the gospel to unbelievers. The Holy Spirit is alive. He's powerful. He's God's gift to us. So use God's Spirit to overcome. Remember that greater is He who is in you than he who is in the world. Live in the empowering of the Holy Spirit. Turn from darkness and deception. Shine for Jesus. Overcome in the power of God's Spirit. Let's pray. Lord, you said in Psalm 81, open your mouth wide and I will feel it. So we recognize our need for you and we say come Lord fill us with your spirit empower us to be overcomers we want to live a life of victory we surrender to you now that you might work in and through us stir up your gifts within us I just pray for anyone who has been troubled with fear uncertainty loss that they would turn to you and receive strength and power from you to live the life that brings you glory and to bring spiritual fruit for your kingdom. We trust you, Lord. We pray touch us by your spirit as we worship and finish this service. We pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen.